What if you were 110% sure of your worth? What if you had no doubt about your value at work or your value in your relationships? My name is Jan Bailey and today's quest for clarity, well, we are trying to get clear about our value and our worth. I had an interesting week this week with some clients because it seemed like there were some recurring themes and I thought that we would talk a little bit about that today because it's always interesting to me to see what comes up and, and who's discussing what and how I can help people maybe reframe their vision of themselves or their version of themselves so that maybe they can make a change. And maybe that, in fact, will change their relationships with the people around them. Because that's the way it works, isn't it? If I change me, well then by, not really by default, but, but kind of by the waves that I create, think of it like that, the waves that I create impact the people in my life. Now, Okay, I'll give this to you. Sometimes they don't like that, right? Sometimes the people in our lives really don't want us to change because then that means those waves of change start hitting them and they might not want to make a change. But in the end, well, that's their decision, isn't it? So you and I are gonna to talk today a little bit about how perhaps you can change or you can reframe a little bit. So here's, Here's how this all came to pass. I had a client, I think she was the second or perhaps third person that we had talked about value at work. And what I mean by that is, is this person, let's call her, let's call her Anna. So Anna always felt pressured when faced with questions at work. Now, there might be questions about things that she knows or things that she doesn't, but she felt as if, as if whether they were in her sphere of expertise or not, those questions, if asked of her, well, she should be able to answer them. Now, you and I probably are thinking, well, that makes no sense. If she doesn't know, she doesn't know. Well, I agree. But think about that for a second. We're in a work situation, we're at a meeting, someone turns to me and says, Jan, can you answer this or tell me a little bit about that or what do you know about this or how do we or can we? And my first reaction is, uh-oh, I don't know. Well, unfortunately, what happens? Yeah, you guessed it, because it's happened to all of us. You get that freeze, you get that wide-eyed kind of, oh my goodness, I'm stuck, I'm caught, I'm busted, I don't know the answer, now what, now what, now what? Well, as soon as your brain starts doing that, you really are in trouble because your brain really has left the room. Your, your higher order thinking, your, your problem solving brain, your prefrontal cortex, the place where you make those decisions and rational thinking and rational thought, well, as soon as you start thinking, oh my God, oh no, oh no, oh no. Well, that part of your brain is pretty much shut down. And so even if you could come up with something intelligent to say, if you don't know the answer, 
it becomes very difficult in that moment. So what I'm saying is we can all understand, right? We can all relate to that feeling of recognizing that I feel a bit stuck. I feel a bit trapped because I don't know something that someone has asked me. And because of that, and if it happens enough, well, you really do start to feel as though, oh, good grief, what's wrong with me? I don't, I don't know any of these answers to these questions. Or worse, you don't want to go to the meetings, do you? You don't want to go to the meetings. You don't want to speak up. You don't want to draw attention to yourself because someone might ask you a question that you don't know the answer to. And all of a sudden, through a course of, of circumstances that simply happen, you start to build a, what is it? Wait for it. Yes, you start to build a story, don't you? And you start to tell yourself, hmm, maybe I'm not very good at my job. Or maybe other people don't think I'm particularly good at my job. Or maybe other people don't think I'm really all that bright or all that suited to working in this office or in this corporation because clearly I can't answer the questions that are asked of me. Now that's not true, is it? No, it isn't, but, but it is a story that we begin to tell ourselves. And if it's reinforced enough times, if somebody says, oh, well, I thought you'd know, or oh, how come you don't know? Well, it's reinforced and you start to believe it and it starts to, it starts to grow roots. And that's when we begin to doubt ourselves. Or, or I guess when that doubt is solidified even. So we've already begin to doubt, begun to doubt ourselves and then it's solidified and oh, that's not a good place to be, is it? So back to my week. I thought it was very interesting that this was happening and it happened to a couple of people or maybe it was culminating for a couple of people in my workshops this week. And so I started to think a little bit about that and, and Anna and I had this very interesting conversation because we talked of course about judgment and we talked about the idea of, of feeling stuck or feeling a bit trapped by those questions and starting to feel a bit incompetent when you have to say, oh gosh, I, I actually don't know the answer to that question, but I'll find out. Or, gee, I'm sorry, that seems like a good question. I don't know the answer, but I'll try and find it for you. Or, hmm, I don't really know. Can I get back to you? Yeah, you start to feel like that's not really, well, it's a bit of a cop-out, don't you? You start to feel that that's kind of what's happening. If you say that too much in any given meeting or in any given series of meetings. And that's kind of where Anna was. And so we were talking, of course, about how can she begin to communicate a little bit more effectively so that she didn't feel like she was always making excuses because that wasn't make her, making her feel very powerful in her job or very empowered in her job. So that's how the conversation began. Well, it became fairly clear, actually very clear to me, very quickly, what was really going on. And see, Anna didn't really have a strong sense of what her job was, and nor did anyone else in the company, because it was one of those complicated things that 
says one thing and does another, right? The title doesn't really match the, the job description, you know what I mean. And so she found that in those meetings, and she was in many, many meetings with many different departments, many different levels, many different committees, outward facing, inward facing, you name it, she was involved in it, but she found that most people didn't really know what it was that she did. And so I think that that lack of clarity on their part kind of translated to lack of clarity on her part. So it was really easy for her, listen to this part please, because I suspect you might hear yourself in it, many of us do, it was really easy for her to begin to focus on what she didn't know. It was easy for her to begin to focus on what she couldn't do. And it was really easy for her to begin to focus on what she didn't do. Because that's how these questions were making her feel. That's how this, in her mind, ineptitude, right? She was feeling inept, feeling like, oh my gosh, all these people are asking me these questions and I don't know the answer. And so she began very easily and very, well, you can see why, she began to focus on what she could not do. And how does that make you feel? Have you ever been there? Yeah, we all have, haven't we? Haven't we all been there? And so that was becoming a habit. That was be the result of the story that she was telling herself. That story that said, I don't know the answer. I can't answer the questions. I am inept. And the story started to take root. And every time she looked at the day or the week, she would think, oh my gosh, there were so many times when I, when I didn't know the answer, it really is true. I'm not good at my job. And that, that becomes a habit, doesn't it? That habit of looking at what we can't do. And it's so simple. Oh my gosh, it happens so quickly. And all of a sudden, Every time we look at ourselves in the mirror, every time we reflect, we focus on what we cannot do. We focus on what we are not able to do, or what we believe we're not able to do. And now what do we do? Well, we get clear is what we do. <laughs> yes, we do. We get clear in our communication with ourselves. And that's what Anna and I talked about because it takes some practice and sometimes you need help. You really do. You need someone like me. You need a good friend. Maybe it's a mentor at work. Maybe it's your boss if you're lucky. But you have to have someone who can remind you or reflect to you, kind of bounce back, what it is that you do. Because it didn't take me very long to figure out how extraordinary Anna was at her job. And here's what I saw. She told me that I'm involved in all these committees, I'm involved in all these levels, I'm involved with all these different departments, and I'm kind of the, I'm a bit of the, what was the word she used? I, I think it was, I'm a touch point, right? I'm a touch point for all of these various departments that all come to me as a hub in the middle. And I said, Mm-hmm, <laughs> isn't that interesting? And I started to form a picture in my head about 
how she was impacting the people in the organization. So she talked for a little bit longer and she told me a little bit more about how she felt like she was not particularly effective in her job and didn't really know what her role was because she had had that week several difficult questions that she simply couldn't answer. And so I told her a little story about my neighbor, which I will very briefly tell to you all as well and see if you get it. So I told her a, a story about my neighbor who was a, a teacher in, in the area for, gosh, I think 35 years, and so was her husband. So you can imagine how many people they know, how many people are in their network. And so I said to Anna, well, you know, whenever I want to know something about the neighborhood or I want to know something about someone in the neighborhood, or maybe I even want to know if there's a good plumber in the area or someone who can help me look after my, my shrubs or my lawn, something silly like that. You know what I do? I ask my neighbor. And I said, why do you think I do that? It's not because my neighbor knows anything about plumbing. I'll tell you that much. I said, why would I ask her? And she said, well, because she knows so many people that she probably knows a plumber. She probably knows someone who can do your lawn. She probably knows someone who can do your whatever task you want done. And I said, aha, yes, that's true. And 9.99 .99 times out of 10, that's exactly what happens. I will ask my neighbors and if the wife doesn't know, well, the husband does. Because their connection to the community is so solid. It is so vast and far-reaching. And then I paused. And I looked at Anna and I said, do you see where I'm going with this? She didn't, but maybe you do. And the reason that she didn't is because it is so hard to see ourselves for who we really are, for what we are truly good at, for what our gifts really are. We often need someone else to tell us. And so I said to Anna, you're my neighbor. <laughs> and she said, I'm what? I said, you're my neighbor. When people in the organization come to you and they ask you a question, they don't really expect the answer. They don't expect you to know the, the, the code number for this or the legalities of that or the section identification code of, I'm just making this up, I have no idea. But all of these technical kinds of questions, they don't expect you to know what, what the details are of those things in the business. And she said, well, why are they asking me? I said, Anna, because if you don't know, you know someone who does. You are that hub. You are that touch point. You're involved in so many different areas in that organization that if you don't know, I would bet money that you know someone who does know the answer. And there was quite a long pause. And she said to me, you're right, I do. And it was this lovely moment of realization when she recognized that she didn't have to feel judged anymore and that she didn't have to scurry around and spend so much of her day trying to research these questions that she really shouldn't even know the answer to because they had nothing to do with her job. And they were simply getting in the way of what she was supposed to be doing. She is a connector. 
a connector of people. And that is her superpower. That is her skill set. That is her glue in this organization so that if people don't know, they automatically assume that she does. And as soon as we had this conversation, she got it. She totally got it. And you know what also happened, which was extraordinary? I could see her sense of self and her sense of value and her sense of worth go click. And it absolutely raised. It really did. And it just settled for her in her mind that, you know what? It's okay if I don't know everything. I'm clear that I don't. But I just want other people to be clear that I don't know everything as well. Because that part felt like pressure. So now that she recognizes who she is and what her skill set is and what people are really looking at her for, well now, now she can really excel, can't she? Now she can expand her network even more. Now she can connect people more quickly. Now she can really make an effort to build those bridges throughout the organization and expand on a skill that was there all along, but she just didn't see it. And that, that my friends, is clarity. I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast. As always, I have enjoyed talking with you and sharing with you and hopefully bringing you some ideas or or some ways of sharing those ideas that stick with you. If you'd like to know a little bit more about me, you can check me out at theclaritycoach.ca. My, my name is Jan Bailey, and if you've enjoyed this, please share it. Do rate the podcast and absolutely subscribe so that the next time we're having some interesting conversation and sharing some ideas about clarity and communication, then you'll be right here with us as well. And I would enjoy that. Please remember that clarity is a process. It is, in fact, a practice. So be mindful, be open, and be you on your quest for clarity.